Chapter 6 of A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks by Lewis Albert Banks. Chapter 6 The Road That Leads Home. Ecclesiastes, Chapter 12, Verse 5. Man was not intended to be a tramp or a prisoner, but a traveler we are pilgrims on a journey life ought not to be an experience in which we are dragged or driven we should go holding the reins with a masterful hand driving along the highway of holiness on our journey home it is a very simple and homely but i pray god a very sweet and comforting message which i bring to you tonight. home is a beautiful word sad indeed the fate of the man whose heart does not grow fonder when as the day closes and the toil is over until to-morrow he says and now i will go home home is a creation of the spiritual far more than of the physical it cannot be built of bricks or stone or lumber these may furnish materials to make a temple for home but they cannot add the altar or the sacrifice or the worship of love which gives the home its divine quality we make many proverbs about home among them is home is where the heart is when i was in san francisco i inquired of the pastor of a great church there how to find my way by rail up to my father's place sixty miles north of that city and after telling me he urged me to come back and preach for him the next sunday but i smiled and said no i shall spend sunday with the folks at home and he replied it seems strange to hear you talk about home in a place you never saw and even the way in which you have just been inquiring of me but i answered true i never saw it but up there among the orchards there is a little cottage where my gray-haired father lives who used to carry me on his back and where my mother dwells who used to nestle me in her arms and about them in the orchards adjoining are the sisters that were my childhood's playmates i think that will be home and i found it so these earthly homes are types of the long home toward which some of you are going like tired children i am speaking to christians to-night to people who are on the way home but if any others listen who are wandering prodigals away from the father's house i would to god you might get homesick to-night and start home even while we talk about it we are assured that our saviour is making great preparations for us in the heavenly home i like the words which he has used to describe it they indicate to me that our individuality is considered and every peculiar need prepared for in our long home to which we are going jesus says in my father's house are many mansions i think that sounds very aristocratic and cold to many people i think it would help us if we would interpret it into our modern language we use the word mansion to indicate a comfortable roomy well-fitted home in some countries they call the main house on the plantation or on a great estate the mansion house it is just a first-class home there are many of these christ says and i think that means more than multitude it means in quality and character some people get the idea that heaven may be a very beautiful and stately place 
but a very monotonous place where the architecture is all alike and the music always set to the same tune. But surely there is nothing in the Bible to indicate such a thing. There we are assured that our individuality is as marked in heaven as on earth. One star differeth from another star in glory, Paul says, and people do not all have the same home in heaven. Each man has that suited to him. Who of us could endure having somebody else map out a heaven for us? Here is a tired man longing for rest and with no ear for music and the idea of heaven where he would always be in a crowd and hear nothing but anthems by a mammoth choir does not attract him. But there are many homes in heaven and the tired rest there. They rest from their labors and their works do follow them. But here is a man alive to his fingertips who just breathes in the air and thanks God every day that he is alive. Work to him is what the road is to a fleet horse that pulses on reins, which wants to be going and finds joy in endless exercise. He finds recreation in some other kind of work. It does not mean anything to such a man to tell him of a heaven of rest. There are many homes in heaven, and the man who wants to use his home only as the center of his energies, from whence he goes forth on missions of helpfulness and blessing, shall find the home to suit him. There are many to whom heaven is a place of knowledge. The mysteries of life and death have given them many an hour of anxiety, and they have beat against the walls of silence, perplexed, and have wondered what was beyond. And they rejoice that though now they see through a glass darkly, the time shall come when they shall see face to face, and shall know even as they have known. Thank God that heaven is full of homes, and he who has never made two maple trees alike, who has made a separate study of each individual human being, has a different house, congenial surroundings, and fellowship and employment for every one of us in the long home toward which we are traveling. Some of you have been trying all your lives to get a home to perfectly suit you. You have patched it up, put on a room here, and taken down a partition there. But how few people there are who would not change their home in some way tonight before they go to sleep, if they could do it without expense and without annoyance. We shall have a home at last which will fit us completely. Compared to the home there, all these earthly habitations are only tents and tabernacles that will soon fall to pieces in spite of anything we do. But don't worry. There is a home building for us that will be just large enough, just light enough, and beautiful and glorious beyond all dreams of the imagination. We can afford to be patient since the future is so well cared for. We are like the miner who goes to the Klondike and digs in the frozen earth and lives in a tent or a cabin with an ice floor and suffers untold hardships because he feels that he is making sure the future comfort and peace of his home. If a man can find such courage and inspiration in the hope of security for so brief a period, what a wellspring of courage should we find in the assurance of Jesus that our future in heaven is in his own dear hand. It sought to make us strong to bear and do for the brief period of earthly hardships and sacrifices that may be required of us. 
Be strong to hope, O heart. Though day is bright, the stars can only shine in the dark night. Be strong, O heart of mine, look toward the light. Be strong to bear, O heart, nothing is vain. Strive not, for life is care, and God sends pain. Heaven is above, and there rest will remain. Be strong to love, O heart, love knows not wrong. Didst thou love creatures, even life were not long. Didst thou love God in heaven, thou wouldst be strong. End of chapter 6